0: What's up, everybody? It's Jaron from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show, the Windy City Benners Podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on the show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. for He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would've had the Blues in our division this year because we are trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Who's welcome to the show? Goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfour, Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letterkenny. And the, the show started out with uh, basically a, a beer league hockey team. And anybody who loves the game. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps, the Hockey Podcast Network website, and on social media at... the Tournament. Is finally here the brackets have been set and the team's are ready to hit the court and DraftKings the leader in one day fantasy is celebrating with our largest free college basketball survivor pool yet how large one million dollars in total prizes up for grabs and if that's not enough check this out when you enter the free DraftKings one million dollar survivor pool you can get a shot at winning ten thousand dollars for every upset through the first two rounds of the tournament it's easy to play just pick one team per day If they win, you survive and you advance to the next round. The last person standing is the winner. But remember, you can only pick a team once for the entire tournament, so choose wisely. DraftKings is a safe and secure app you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Get in on this week's action. Download the DraftKings app now. Enter code THPN during sign-up to enter the free $1 million survivor pool. Again, that's promo code THPN when you enter DraftKings. Free $1 million survivor pool. Eligibility restrictions apply. Same with terms and conditions. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello LA Kings fans and hockey fans and welcome to episode 30 of season 2 of the Kings Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham. we have so much to talk about here in this episode 30 of season 2 of the Kings Den and actually a little celebration here. This is episode 100 overall so thank you so much to you the fan for Keeping with us this whole time from the very beginning, you know, Isha and Dylan brought me in and trusted me with this when they launched Hockey Podcast Network almost two years ago. Now, when they contacted me and the journey that we've gone through from the very beginning to uh to COVID times to seeing the growth in the company, it is unbelievable. So, thank you so much for sticking with us throughout this whole. Time, it has been so much fun. I love doing this podcast, and I can't wait to keep doing it for you, the hockey fan, the LA Kings fans, and the hockey fan. I just love doing it, and I love you guys. So, thank you guys so much for joining us here each and every week, twice a week, every Monday and Thursday, for a new episode of The Kingston. So, thank you and keep listening, keep rocking with us, and don't forget to like, rate, share, and subscribe because. We only want to get bigger, and the Hockey Podcast Network is only going to get bigger, and we only can with your help. So keep uh, keep sharing us with everyone you know, because it's a lot of fun, and we're just going to keep growing. But this, been episode, this is episode 100 overall, so thank you so much for joining us again. I just wanted to say that right away. But now let's get to the LA Kings. You know, we we're supposed to talk about two games this week, but... The weather in Colorado had, had other plans, you know. So, we talked about last episode, LA, has, uh, L.A. lost in Colorado on Sunday afternoon. And then they were supposed to play Monday night at home against St. Louis. It was the first of a two-game series. Well, the weather in Colorado had other ideas. L.A. was supposed to leave on Sunday night after the game. Didn't happen because of snow conditions. They were supposed to leave... Monday morning didn't happen because of snow conditions. So there was official announcement that the game between LA and St. Louis got postponed and that is still yet to be determined. That is to be played at a later date. But my question is like, why didn't they play it on Tuesday? That's my question. Like you're playing a two game series. You start on Monday and then you play on Wednesday. Why don't you just put the game on Tuesday and play Tuesday, Wednesday back to back? That I didn't quite get. I thought that they could have done that. But anyways, there's no date yet for when that game is going to be announced. But we will know hopefully soon when that game is going to be announced and when they will play each other again. But, you know, it's going to happen soon. It's one of those things like, hey, sometimes at least it wasn't COVID canceling the game, you know, right? And it looks like the Kings are all through the illness now. So that's a great sign as well. So this was supposed to be the last game of the season series between the two teams. But instead... Uh, we will have one more game later in the season we just don't know exactly when yet and then did you see also on social media good guy head coach Tom McClellan and a few others helping someone out by getting their their car out that was stuck around uh Colorado's arena so uh, stuck in the snow obviously so that was good to see as well the LA Kings just helping helping people out man that's all that's what they do but anyways they finally got home but the game on Monday got postponed. So they played Wednesday night against the St. Louis Blues. Just one game because, like I just said, the other game is getting uh, is postponed. It's going to happen at a later time. And, you know, the Kings got healthy. The Kings got a little healthy. They almost had an A lineup in this game. And the one thing that was huge in this game, Jared Anderson-Dolan back in the lineup. You get the Grundstrom-Moore-Anderson-Dolan line together. It was awesome to see them back together and you know they came through right away they came through right but just quickly with anderson dolan back in the lineup the lines looked like this brown not back in the lineup but anderson dolan back in so the lines looked like Kopitar centering i follow and kempe kempe on the right side velardi centering after the and carter classic the anderson dolan centering grundstrom and Moore line back together and was centering wagner and Luff. And Cal Peterson was back in net. The good thing to see in this game as well, Jonathan Quick back behind the bench, that is awesome to see as well. Of course, he didn't travel to Colorado, missed a few games there, but Grossinick was the backup, but now he is back, backing up, and he should be able to be back soon. But, you know, Cal Peterson has been standing on his head lately despite losses in Colorado, and he stood on this on his head this game as well. But, you know, what's something that we've talked about a lot with the LA Kings, it's been that, they give up goals early in games. They give up goals on, uh, in the first minute of periods. They give up goals in the final minute of periods. LA Kings score a goal early in this game. I believe it was the first shot of the game. Drew Doughty on the power play. His seventh of the year from Kopitar and I have followed that. Made it 1-0, just 3 minutes and 21 seconds in as they capitalize on the uh, Sunquist hooking Penalty and you take a penalty against the fourth line. You can't be doing that. As it was on Matt Luff, but Lundqvist the penalty ends up in the back of the net. Bad start for the Blues. Drew Doughty one nothing. Like I said, a power play goal. His seventh of the year from Kopitar and follow Drew Doughty, he's tied for fourth with his seven goals by defenseman. Tied for fourth with a uh, division rival, Jacob Tretton of the Arizona Coyotes. So. No, you know, Dowdy's having a great year. We've talked about it a lot. He is having just a great year. He's one of the guys that had a multi-point uh, effort tonight, but we'll get to that in a second. Because then, just a few minutes later, just less than two minutes later, less than a minute later, actually, the Kings strike again, and it's the line, man. The line's back together, and they kill it. Grunstrom, Moore, Anderson, Dolan. Kind of, a, uh, kind of a strange play. You know, Grunstrom was right there. He got, he, the puck came to him from Anderson, Anderson Dolan to and Moore. It came to Grunstrom. Grunstrom made a great move past Bennington and just slid it past him to make it one of them, kind of going across the crease to get it around Bennington. By the way, we'll talk about Bennington in, in this game uh, later on as well. Like, he was complaining about the first goal. And then, like, I've, I t- I've talked about it a bit. I'm just not a big Jordan Bennington fan. And then they go and sign up with that contract off. Well, like, Okay, time out for a second. We'll get back to the game in a second. But I know Bennington won you a cup. But he's such almost like a – I don't want to say a baby out there, but he's such a complainer. And, man, like, I just don't get it. Like, I get that he's good, but he's not as good as people think. He won a cup, yeah. And it's not quite one-year wonder label, but to give him a 6 times 6 deal, like – a lot of people in the hockey world were kinda of like, What are you doing to St. Louis? Like that was a bit of a head scratcher making that move. But alas, St. Louis wanted to do it, so anyways, that is what that is. Anyways, two nothing Kings. Goals by Doughty and Grunstrom. And then the period goes on, period goes on. Ten minutes later, Trevor Moore gets his third of the year from Walker and Anderson Dolan. And you know, this was a good play by Sean Walker. Good Walker putt comes back to him at the blue line. Full full cage Walker. Uh comes up to him at the line, makes a nice move around the defender, goes up to the corner, just centers it, and it goes off Morris, Morris skating in. No kicking motion, no endi- no anything. That's Trevor Morris, third of the year. That made it 3 nothing past Jonathan Quick. And like I said, Jared Anderson Dolan getting another assist. So instant impact right away. Two assists in your first game back. He is having a year, and it's been good to see him. Because you think about it, it seems like just yesterday he was injured. He hadn't played in over a month. That's a long time without him. So it's great to have him back in this game. And as you can see, instant impact early on. The Kings dominated the first period, uh outshooting the Blues 9-3. And honestly, when you think about this, like it was a blessing that the Kings got Monday off. They're about to play back to back. But instead, you got you all of a sudden to get Monday off because you can't travel. That's a blessing for this team, and it really helped them because that was a tough road trip they were just on. And you need it, I think you needed an extra day off and an extra practice day. So that's what the Kings got. And it was awesome for them to get that. But anyways, three 0 nothing for the Kings after the first period. Second period, different story. Way different story. Blues came out pissed off. They wanted to do something. They outshot uh the Kings eleven to seven in the second period. But you know what? Cal Peterson, man. Cal Peterson came out flying. Uh just save after save again the heat one did get past him in the second period mike hoffman his eighth of the year unassisted on a wrist shot that got past cal peterson but that's all cal peterson would allow in this game is he just continually stood on his head like he has lately for the la kings he has been so impressive it has been so much fun to watch so that's the only goal of the second period hoffman his eighth of the year unassisted but you know the Blues dominated the second period. They did. And Cal Peterson kept the Kings in this game with a lot of big saves. Like I said, 10 saves in the second period. He came out huge in the second period. And he came out clutch in the second period for the LA Kings. And then the third period, man, I'm getting more and more impressed with the LA Kings and the growth that you see of this team. This was a very, very good third period for the LA Kings from a defensive point of view. They got their chances, but for a long time they did not let St. Louis get any sustained pressure. St. Louis was gonna in and LA would clear it right away. But St. Louis didn't get their first shot of the third period until just over nine minutes gone in the third period. That's impressive. The shots were six to or eight to six for LA in the third period. The Blues got a few late, especially when they pulled the goaltender early, but the Kings did a great job defensively in the third period. They just, the pressure was awesome. They had a great forecheck, and they didn't allow the Kings much time in the, or they didn't allow the Blues much time in the Kings zone. And it was great to see. Awesome, awesome, awesome to see. And then, eventually, goalie put, oh, and the other thing watching this game. It's just under four minutes left, and the Blues pull Bennington. So, it's six on five with just under four minutes to go. Pressure goes on for a while. Kings are doing a great job. Blues are keeping it in them. Finally, shot on Peterson. He grabs it, covers it for the whistle. It goes to TV timeout. Goes to commercial break. That was massive for the LA Kings. That was massive. Because you had the first line out there. They were tired. All of a sudden, you get a free timeout going to TV break, going to commercial break. A free timeout. All these guys get to rest. First line goes right back out there. Right back out there. And that was such a blessing for the LA Kings in this game. Such a blessing for the LA Kings in this game. It helped them out so much. And then the Kings were put on the pressure. But then eventually, Doughty, a a backhand empty netter from about 170 feet away. 160 feet away, 170 feet away. The assist to Cal Peterson, and they gave Drew Doughty an assist on it as well, so Kopitar gets his eighth of the year, from Cal Peterson, his first career point, first career assist, and Drew Doughty, his 17th assist of the year, multi-point game for him, and that would seal it, the empty netter would seal it, like I said, Kopitar's eighth of the year, that made it 4-1, and that's how this game would end, as your LA Kings beat the St. Louis Blues by a score of 4-1, and improve on the season, their 12th win of the season, and Man, St. Louis is the team you're chasing right now. And now you're within three points of them. Now you're within three points of them for that final playoff spot. And big win against a team that you had great success against all year. And you still have one more game against them because of the snow out. But look at this. Kings are 1-0, 2-0. Sorry, 1-1, 2-1, 3-1. 3-1-1. 4-1-1. 5-1-1 one and one against St. Louis Blues this season. The Kings have had their number, and that is awesome to see. But like I just said, a great game for the LA Kings. I guess Cal Peterson, 23 saves in net, I believe it was. 19 saves in net, sorry. Blues only had 20 shots on net. Cal Peterson, 19 saves. He was great in net again. Trevor Moore, your first star of the game. He had a great game. Goal and, a, goal and an assist. Uh, And then Jared Anderson-Stolen returned to the lineup, 2 assists. Just a great effort for the team, a great all-around effort for the team. You know, it's a good game when you have the first line and your third line producing. The third line being back, great together. You have a line where the Vellardi, Cardi, Vellardi, Vellardi, Carter, Athanasio line didn't get any points, and the team played great, and that's awesome to see. Like I said, Anderson, Dolan, multi-point night, Moore, multi-point night, Kopitar, multi-point, night. Doughty multi-point night. Uh, just a great game for the LA Kings all around, and like I said, everyone's playing well right now. Doughty, 25 and a half minutes of ice time, just classic. Matt Roy was nineteen thirty of ice time. This was just an all-around great effort by the LA Kings in this game. Jared Anderson stolen exactly 17 minutes in his return to the lineup, and 73% in the faceoff dot. Great to see. Just great to see. And that's another thing about this game. LA Kings... Just under 60% in the faceoff dot. A great night in the faceoff dot for the LA Kings. And one for two on the power play. And the Blues went 0 for 1 on the power play. So a great night for the special teams as well in this game. And something you don't see very often. you getting into a fight. see against Tori Krug. That's not a fight you see very often. But it happened in this game. Uh. The St. Louis wasn't worth physical team twenty-nine hits. Another huge thing, ten blocks for the Kings. That is huge. Not great for the Kings in this game. Seven giveaways. That's not great. But overall, great game for the L.A. Kings. Great, great game for the L.A. Kings. And like I said, you're five-one-on-one against the Blues. This is a team you're chasing in the standings. You got one more against them. Got to go get it. It's the team you're facing in the standings. You got you face like the team that's ahead of you in the standings. You got to go get it. And speaking of that. I want to talk about this quickly. This game marked the halfway point of the season for the LA Kings. They've now played 28 games. They are 12, 10, and 6, 30 points. St. Louis is ahead of them at 33 points. And LA has a game in hand. For LA, you're exactly halfway through the season at 12, 10, and 6. You're having a great year. Look at the second half of the season. Only 12 games are against teams above you only 12 teams are against teams above you 16 16 of the last 28 games are against arizona san jose and anaheim that's a lot of games that you have that are like pretty much must wins that you need to keep fighting in the division because vegas is running away with the division minnesota is kind of right there as well what minnesota or vegas big come from behind win tonight but the playoffs are very real very, very real for this LA Kings team. Like I said, sixteen of the last twenty-eight are against teams below you. Sixteen of the last twenty-eight are against teams below you. But you gotta find a, you gotta find ways to get points against the teams above you, as well. And now the next two weeks, it's just Vegas and St- and I almost said St. Louis. It's just Vegas and San Jose the next two weeks. So you got tough opponent, not so good opponent. Tough opponent, not so good opponent. Like, but that, that being said, you can't take anyone lightly, obviously. But, the LA Kings have Thursday off, and then they welcome Vegas to town on Friday night, seven o'clock puck drop. Saturday off, then an afternoon start on Sunday, three o'clock puck drop in LA on Sunday, and then back to back. You got that Sunday Monday back to back that got canceled this last week, but you have it again this week as you travel to St. Louis. San Jose, 7.30 puck drop Monday night, and then uh, 7.30 puck drop again next Wednesday. And then you have four days off, and you're right back against Vegas again. They, I'm sure they'll go, and that's on the road, so I'm sure you will go home during that break. But like I said, it goes Friday the 19th against Vegas at home, Saturday the 21st against Vegas at home, Monday the 22nd on the road against San Jose, the 24th on the road against San Jose, four days off, the 29th on the road against Vegas. The 31st on the road against Vegas. And then the 2nd and 3rd of April back-to-back at home. So lots of games coming up for the Kings. But they're going to get familiar. Playing, all they're doing is playing Vegas and San Jose the next two weeks. So they're going to get familiar with them. But like I said, you can't take anyone for granted. But you got to get these points when you can. You're only three points behind St. Louis. You only have to play them once more this season. you got to take advantage. Have to take advantage. you got to get the points because playoffs are still very real for this team. They are still very real for this team. But I do want to talk about one thing quickly. The trade deadline is coming up. And we've talked about what the what the Kings should do. And I've said they shouldn't make a big move. You're in a spot now. Your prospect pool is outstanding. Tops in hockey. And there are guys that you want to resign. There are guys that you can't trade. Like Athanasios on is on a one-year deal. You could get something for him. And there's a bit of issue of you want to make a trade with a Canadian team sooner rather than later because they have to go quarantine first and vice versa as well, but you have to quarantine for longer when you get traded to a team in Canada in the North Division. So here's the question because you guys know I'm in Vancouver and they were talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs on TV today and they were talking about how... GM Kyle Dubas of the Toronto Maple Leafs came out today and said they would trade a top prospect for a high-end rental player. They're willing to trade a top prospect for a high-end rental player. Now that made me question because they brought up a list of names that the Leafs might inquire in inquire and inquire on to bring in. And the most interesting one to me was a player that the Kings should sign long-term. <clears throat> He's an in-between player. He's kind of like one of the middle-aged players. But he's a player that I believe the Kings should sign long-term. They should keep him. But the player I'm talking about is Alex I follow. And I know I'm opening up a can of worms here that I shouldn't. But the, the Leafs have come out and said they're willing to trade a top prospect for a rental player. That is interesting to me. And the interesting part of it as well is because Rob Blake and Kyle Dubas have a good relationship. They've made trades in the past. They made the Jake Muzzin trade a couple years ago. Then they made the Jack Campbell trade last year. Think about that for a second. I think I follow should say, I think he's a part of the future. But if you're you're building a team and I follow is part of this team going forward, but if you think you can get a top prospect for him, do you do it? Because the Leafs have come out and said that they're willing to trade a top prospect. You have the GMs have a good relationship together. It's something interesting to think of. Again, I think Ayavhalo I should be a part of the team, but I wouldn't be mad at a trade either if we if the Leafs do what they say and give up a top end prospect, because I see you kind of have to take that. But again, it depends what they're offering. I haven't looked at the Leafs prospect pool yet. I need to. I've been working a billion hours this week. I haven't had time to look at everything. I've been working a billion hours lately. But I will look into that. And maybe I'll talk about I will look into it. And maybe I'll talk about it next episode. It's who could be the trade piece? Who could you get for I follow? It's interesting to think of. Who are the Leafs giving you for I follow? It's interesting to think of. Anyways, I just wanted to end on that. But this has been episode 30 of season 2 of The Kings and episode 100 overall. And again, I just want to thank you, the fan, for listening for this. Well, What are we going on? We started in, what, September 2019. So thank you so much for joining us. We're almost, we're like a year and a half in. We're in, deep into season 2. And just thank you so much for joining us and sticking with us all the way through. And don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review to not just the End, but to every other podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network because every single person is killing it around the network. So go check out everyone's podcast around the network because every single person is killing it. And once again, thank you, Isha and Dylan, for bringing me into the network because I love it here. I love producing the content twice a week. It's so much fun. And just the relationships we've made over the years with the whole network, everyone we've brought in, it's so much fun. So just thank you each and Dylan, and thank you to the fans as well. And as always, before we let you go, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at T H P N. Of course, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to follow me at CunninghamJordy on Twitter. And of course, we're presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, so don't forget to follow Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. On Facebook, just search the Hockey Podcast Network on youtube just search hockey podcast network for all of our great video footage and don't forget to follow us on patreon for just one dollar you can find all of our exclusive bonus content including after hours and so much more so check us check us out there as well oh and don't forget to check it out that we have a merch store now so go check that out as well i will tweet out the link again it's awesome get your crew necks get your hoodies get your fanny pack what yeah fanny packs are dope Go check that out as well. I hope you have a great week. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Be nice to people. Don't go get in trouble. But have a great week. Have some fun. Once again, be safe. Wear your mask. And we will talk to you on Monday for episode 31 of season 2.